everyone. This is Miss Janelle, back for another Good News Radio. The past three days had been the saddest days of Mary's life. I'm not talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. I'm talking about a different lady named Mary. Her name was Mary Magdalene. She had been a friend and follower of Jesus. She had followed him faithfully, even up to the day that Jesus had died. As she watched him die, she must have cried and felt so very sad and terrible that Jesus had died. She must have seen the crowd laughing at Jesus and making fun of him. And then it was all over. Jesus had died. Maybe she watched as they placed his body in the tomb and as they sealed it with the stone. Mary must have felt so sad. She must have felt very, very just overcome with grief. Mary probably thought she would never be happy again. But then, Sunday morning came. Before the first rays of dawn had ever broken through the dark night, Mary and some other women were on their way to the tomb. They were going to put some spices and some oils on Jesus' body. Now Mary, Magdalene, she was a Jewish person. And the custom of the Jews was that they would put perfume and oil and spices on the body of a dead person in order to kind of like respect them as they died. So Mary and some other women were on their way to the tomb to do just that. Mary especially wanted to do this for Jesus to show her love and appreciation for him. Maybe she remembered how kind Jesus had been to her. He really cared about her. And God really cares about you. He loves you so much. Even in the Bible, it says in Jeremiah 31.3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. God is the pure and perfect creator. He is holy. That means he's pure. He's perfect. He's never done anything wrong. There's nothing bad in God. He knows the sinful things you do, but he still chooses to love you. He wants you to believe on his son, Jesus, so you can live with him forever in heaven someday. That's how much God cares about you, and he cared for Mary Magdalene, too. That's why Mary wanted to show her love and appreciation for him in this special way. Now the women were on their way to the tomb, and it was very early morning. I imagine they must have been walking by very quietly, and maybe one of them finally asked the others, who is going to roll away the stone? I'm sure the women looked at each other as if they were saying to each other, I'm not strong enough to do that, are you? Well, I don't think they knew who would move the stone. 
But when they got to the tomb, what they saw must have made them excited, must have been very surprising to them. The stone was already rolled away. Mary, she saw that the tomb was empty. What happened to Jesus' body? She must have wondered and she turned and she ran back to the city to tell Jesus' disciples. The other women though, they stayed at the tomb and they saw an angel. They must have gasped in fear. And the angel said, don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Wow, that is found in Matthew 28, 6, if you would like to find that verse in your Bible. The angel then told the woman, go, tell the disciples, Jesus is risen from the dead. You will see him. The Bible says that the woman ran with fear and great joy to tell the disciples, but Mary, she missed seeing the angel. She found Peter and John, two of the disciples, and right away she told them, they've taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've laid him. Peter and John, they raced to the tomb. They wanted to see for themselves. Mary followed. John arrived at the tomb first, and then he looked down inside. He could see the, the cloth and the, the burial clothes, but Jesus wasn't there. Peter arrived and he ran right past John, right into the tomb. He looked closely at the burial clothes and he wondered what had happened. John came into the tomb and he looked at the clothes. He noticed that the cloth that had covered Jesus' face was folded apart from the others. No one would have taken the body and left the grave clothes so neatly in place. It was as if Jesus' body had been there, but then suddenly vanished. That's when John believed he saw the proof before him that Jesus had truly risen from the dead. Peter and John, they left the tomb, but Mary stayed behind. She still didn't understand what had happened. She cried because her Lord had died and now his body was gone. He had been the only one who cared about her. He had rescued her from the guilt and shame of her sin. Have you been rescued from the guilt and shame of your sin? When you think, say, or do something that breaks God's laws, you feel guilty and ashamed. That's called sin. You know deep inside that you've sinned. You're born with a desire to sin. The Bible says that's the reason why you do sin, because you're born with a want to or a desire to do it. Even in the Bible, it says in Romans 3.10, there is none righteous. No, not one. Righteous means perfect. No one except God or Jesus is perfect. Everyone has sin. That's why you do sinful things. Perhaps you have done things with your friends that you know are not right. Like when you try to fight with someone, or when you tell lies about someone, or if you damage someone's property. Yes, sin, it brings guilt and shame, but it also does something much worse. It keeps you apart from God, who is perfect. The punishment you deserve for your sin is separation from God forever. It's in a place of terrible suffering. Jesus is the only one who can rescue you from the guilt and shame of your sin. Jesus rescued Mary from the guilt and shame of her sin. But now as she stood outside the empty tomb, her heart was broken with sadness. She looked down into the darkness of the empty tomb and she saw two angels. 
The angels, they were dressed in white and they were sitting where Jesus' body had been. One was sitting where Jesus' head was and the other was sitting at where Jesus' feet were. But Mary didn't recognize them as angels. She, the angels said, why are you crying? Mary said, because they've taken away my Lord and I don't know where they've laid him. Mary turned away from the tomb and she saw a man standing. And the man said, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Now, Jesus' tomb was in a garden, so Mary thought that this man was the gardener. She said, Sir, if you have taken away his body, please tell me where you have laid him. And the man, he said one word. He said, Mary. When he said that word, Mary immediately knew who it was. It was Jesus. He was alive. She said, Master. Her heart was filled with joy. She saw Jesus face to face. It was true. Jesus had died for her sin. Now he was alive. Jesus died for your sin too. He truly is God the Son, the perfect one, who came to earth to carry out God the Father's plan. He lived a perfect, sinless life. Then he willingly died a terrible, painful death so that your sin could be forgiven. His precious blood flowed out in the cross as God punished him for your sin. The Bible says Jesus loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Jesus was buried, but then he came alive again on the third day. He was seen by many, including Mary, before he returned to heaven. Now you can believe on him and have life forever in heaven someday. Aren't you glad that Jesus died for your sin? Jesus had died for Mary's sin. Now he was alive. Mary was the first person to see him after he rose again. Go to my followers and tell them I am going to my father, Jesus said. Mary hurried off to tell the disciples the good news, the good news that Jesus was alive. And if you have believed on Jesus, you can tell others that Jesus is alive. You can tell others about Jesus too. The Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Who can you tell the good news about Jesus to? Maybe you have a parent or an aunt or uncle or a grandmother or a friend or a neighbor who needs to know about Jesus. You can tell them what you have been hearing here on Good News Radio. You can tell them how Jesus came alive, how he wants to be their savior. Some people might laugh at you when you try to tell them about Jesus. Some people might not want to listen to you. But don't get angry or upset with them. Just politely tell them what you know about Jesus and trust him to help them understand and believe. Wouldn't it be wonderful if God could use you to help some of your friends and family believe on Jesus as their Savior? It's a wonderful job that you have to tell others that Jesus is alive. And Mary had that job too. She hurried off to tell the disciples that Jesus was alive. She found the disciples in a locked up room. They were afraid the soldiers might come and arrest them for stealing Jesus' body. But Mary, she told the disciples, I have seen Jesus. The disciples, they must not have believed her. That evening, they were still afraid, hiding in the locked up room. They felt sure no one could enter that room without opening or breaking the lock. But then someone did. And the man stood right in the room and said, peace to you. Who was he? It was Jesus. He held out his hands for them to see the scars where the nails had been. He probably showed them his feet and the scars of where the nails went in his feet.
It truly was the Lord Jesus. The disciples must have rejoiced. They realized Jesus was truly alive. Then Jesus said to them, As the Father has sent me, I also send you. He wanted them to go and tell everyone the good news. Go and tell everyone, Jesus, God the Son, died for sin and came alive again. Jesus died for your sin. He came alive again. He did all that was required to pay for your sin with his own blood on the cross. He came alive to prove that God the Father has accepted that payment. Jesus said, He that believes on me has everlasting life. To believe is to trust completely in Jesus as God's Son who died for you. When you believe on him, he will forgive your sin and give you life forever in heaven. Will you believe on Jesus today? You can do that. You can believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead. You can believe in Jesus that he died for your sin. If you believe in Jesus, it's good to tell Jesus what you believe about him. And you can tell him something like this. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. Please forgive my sin. I believe you died and rose again. Please make me part of your forever family. In Jesus' name, amen. If you tell Jesus something like that and you truly mean it, he will make you part of his family and he will give you everlasting life, which is life with him forever. And it continues someday in heaven. That's all for this week. I'll see you next week. Bye.